Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Melt Podcast. Now today I want to talk to you about the negative impacts of social media on your mental health and sometimes even your physical health. So one thing I've noticed when I've gone through periods of my life where I'm using social media more, uh, maybe just not consciously or I'm just going on my phone, the first thing that I see that starts to go is my attention span. I find myself sort of just not being able to focus in on one thing as intensely as I usually am, and sometimes my mind will just wander. So for example, if I'm in class, someone will be talking or the teacher will be talking and I'll go somewhere else in my head or I'll sort of want to leave the room or get out of that environment because I'm not ready to focus. And I think that's like a direct impact of using social media because when you're scrolling through, uh, for example, Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, you're constantly looking at new information. Well, your body and your mind sort of like expects to see new information constantly. And like in everyday life, you kind of don't constantly see new information. You're sort of in a moment and you're focused on one thing or someone's talking about one thing. So your mind is is picking up on this pattern of seeing like, oh, I need to move through the, these things so quickly. But in real life, it's that's not how it works. So that's one of the first things I've noticed um, personally when I use social media is that my attention span starts to dwindle and go down. I think that's a super big problem because when you're trying to make improvements in your life, you want to be able to be focused. You want to choose an area of interest in your life and start focusing in on it. And when it's hard to sort of just focus in the moment and go all in and put your efforts towards something, it's definitely hard to make progress and it'll slow down your progress. So that's one of the negative impacts of social media. And I hope that like this podcast can maybe either get you less addicted to social media if you are or kind of just get you to stay off of it even if you don't have it so i hope this just kind of prevents people from falling down a cycle of social media addiction because it can be a very very bad thing now another thing that i've noticed is like on social media maybe um for example like snapchat or instagram when you're posting pictures or sending pictures to yourself you're looking for that, that hit of attention because that hit of attention, it will release dopamine in your mind, which creates a reward for yourself. So when you make a, make a post on Instagram, every time you see like, oh, your friends liked your post or your friends commented, you're getting rewarded for this attention you're receiving. So when you go into your real life and everyday life, sometimes you'll be expecting attention or like, you know, you put more value on when people give attention to you. And that's not necessarily the best way to go about your life because if you want to live a good life and have good relationships, you want to focus on other people. And it's not really just about you and your ego and your own self-interest. It's about other people and the world around you. And sometimes we can lose sight of that when we're um, so lost in social media or even if we're not even conscious of what we're doing in our everyday life. But you can fall into this pattern of sort of craving attention or expecting attention at some points which can be a dangerous thing you don't ever want to sort of expect attention because sometimes it won't come or sometimes it will come and like your value and your worth shouldn't be determined on what other people think of you or or what other people say of you it should be about your own self-worth and your own self-growth i think that's personally true um and it's super important to follow that Now, another thing that I've seen in my life or just personally that one thing I've noticed uh, when I'm using social media and when I go back into my regular life, when I'm not on the phone or on my apps 
is that sometimes it can sort of do a thing to sort of weaken a stronger mindset and like it makes it harder to do things that are challenging or harder to do things that are difficult uh, to get yourself to do it so sometimes for example I'll spend a night and like maybe I was on social media for like an hour before bed or like I went on it too much the previous day and when I wake up the next morning I usually want to go to the gym and work out and do a challenging workout and sometimes I see that it can be harder to get myself to not necessarily go, but to get myself to sort of overcome the mental barrier. Sometimes I'll end up going to the gym and starting with a little bit of my workout with a little bit of stress and anxiety. And that's not usually a good thing to start your workout on. So I've seen that one of the negative impacts of social media is that it can make it harder to do what you would normally do to challenge yourself and grow as a person. So I think that in some aspects, it can definitely like stunt your growth in that way. Now, another way that social media is negative on your mental health is it can change your own perception of yourself and your self-image. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean that essentially when you see these glorified images of people, people with perfect angles or, you know, who aren't realistic, aren't natural, or they have filters, you see like that when you're scrolling and you're like, oh, social media is full of normal people. This must be the normal person. This is what I should expect to be. And, like, you may not consciously, like, make that decision to be, like, oh, I want to be this person or I want to be like that. But subconsciously, your mind starts to take over and that becomes the the idealized image of, like, a perfect person. So when you don't live up to that body standard, that beauty standard, or even that life standard, you know, a lot of social media is, like, glorified life experiences. So people, I think sometimes, like, especially influencers their life on social media is like a highlight reel. So they're posting like the best moments of their life and it's not necessarily realistic. And sometimes people just think that's like their everyday life when really those are like the top moments of their life. So I think that glorification of a lifestyle can also change your perception of your own life um, and your alter your own happiness. But going back to what I was saying about like your own perception of yourself, you know, maybe you're physically fit or maybe you're not. And Maybe before social media, you were actually okay like with your body image and who you are as a person. But slowly over time, as you saw this expectation, you were like, hey, you got socialized. And basically, you were like, this is what I should look like. These are the societal body standards. Um, and right now, I'm not meeting them. And that makes me feel bad about myself. Like I need to do better. So you kind of just change your perception of yourself because of these social media companies just um, corrupting your brain in a way when really like, you know, you're perfectly healthy, you're going to the gym, you're working out, you're trying to improve your life, but yet you don't feel that way. And I think that can definitely be something that stunts your growth in every every aspect of your life because when you're, you don't recognize that you're doing good things and that you're trying hard um, and that, you know, you're making progress and you just constantly have this feeling of I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. This self-doubting. I think some self-doubt is good because you want, you never want to become complacent. You always want to be able to like keep pushing the gas and moving forward. So I think some self-doubt is necessary, but when, when the self-doubt overcomes you and it changes your perception of yourself and like it changes your level of confidence in your abilities, um, or whatever your craft is. I think that's when it becomes a problem, when it changes your perception of yourself. And another thing I want to talk about is sometimes like social media can make you feel like less confident about yourself because maybe you're, you like the person you are and you think you're like, I'm not saying like you're arrogant, but like 
you're cool with the person you are. You know, you enjoy being the person you are. Um, you're confident around other people. And social media can show you, like, people doing, like, 10 times as crazy things as you. And you can start to be like, hey, I know, like, I'm secure with the person I am, but I didn't jump off a cliff today or I didn't build this million-dollar business. Should I feel confident about myself? Should I feel good about myself even though... Um, like, I really don't think that your self-worth should be um, determined by, like, what you sort of are doing in the world currently. Because you could be in the beginning of, like, your journey and you, you have many years to create uh, amazing things for society. But I think that self-worth is should be determined by the person you are, not necessarily all of the, the green accomplishments you have in this world. So when you see a bunch of people, like, overachievers or people, like, faking their results online... Especially if you have a business, that's like a good example. So if you're running an online business and you see, so a lot of thing, one thing on social media that's pretty toxic is these fake online gurus. So these people who will come in Instagram ads and YouTube ads and pretend to be like uh, millionaires, they'll rent Lamborghinis and they'll show fake results and testimonials and all this stuff. And you're like, well, I'm running my business. I thought I was doing pretty well. You know, maybe I'm making 10K a month, but this person is doing so much better than me. Oh my God. Like I got so much uh, more to go. And then you start to like questioning what you're doing in business and like your progress. And you feel kind of depressed because you're like, wow, I'm not that accomplished yet. Um, this sucks, you know? And like, you're then you start like looking for one thing that I think social media does. I know I'm jumping around a lot, but um, it makes you look outside before you look within because sometimes like just trusting your intuition and your own judgment is like the best thing you can do in a scenario because just the power of the universe and you as a person, but some with all this information online and these news feeds and these online business resources, sometimes we look to go, uh, somewhere else before we check in with ourselves and find the information from our own knowledge, our own prior knowledge. We always want to like look out on Google. And I think that besides social media, Google can be a tool and a weapon like most things. It's a tool because you know you have access to all these things, all these things at your fingertip. And you can constantly do searches and learn about new things. But what you fail to do is you fail to trust yourself with your own knowledge. So you don't rely on your memory as much. Or the information that you have within ourself, within ourselves. So you're you're fast to look uh, to solve your problem online when you could solve it within. I think that's also very important. Like you want to have a strong sense of um, problem solving skills with yourself. And when you're just relying on social media and the internet for information, you don't necessarily hold on to these uh, problem solving skills. And I think that problem solving skills can be learned once, but I think. Um, if you want to like improve them and, and even maintain them, you have to keep doing them. Like you have to apply them in your everyday life um, consistently in order to keep them and to build off them. Um, so I think that when we can realize that you want to be able to rely on yourself and not just on social media and the internet for your information, that's what's going to help you become um, a more successful and a better problem solver. Um, and that could really help you in whatever you're doing. I think self-improvement is definitely about like problem solving, you know, addressing a problem. Okay, I'm not going to the gym. I'm out of shape. What do I need to do to fix it? And then you create that problem. That's a pretty simple problem. You know, just go to the gym, eat healthy. But, you know, if you can apply problem solving to your everyday life, you're going to be better off. Now, another way that 
social media can mess with our brains um, is in our relationships with other people. So people want to find um, validation online. They want to get recognized for what they're doing or who they are. Um, and they sort of do that and put like creating meanif- meaningful in real world connections with people or even online connections with people to the side. Um, and they're just looking for uh, a place to feel good about themselves or a place to feel accomplished um, and not really trying to like learn about other people and like um, maintain connections and uh, talk about other people. They're kind of uh, focused on whatever they're doing in their life. And I think that like there's a time and place to focus on yourself and like talk about yourself. But if you want to like live an enjoyable life, you got to get to know other people and you got to really take an interest and what other people are doing because most likely that's going to teach you something about what you're doing and maybe you'll change something. I think social media can definitely have an, uh, a, a much larger impact on young developing people because um, I'm a young developing person and our minds are still developing and we haven't yet determined necessarily who we want to be and we haven't found our full identity in life. So, so when we're spending this time on this addictive app, that's kind of hard to get off. You know, we're investing our time in that. And I think that social media creates a kind of numbness within your brain. And I've seen it personally. And I think this can be a very negative thing because when people are feeling negative emotions or they're not doing well, you know, in the past, you could always find some sort of coping mechanism to like deflect the pain and not necessarily feel it. But I think that social media with all of the receptors that it's firing off in your brain it's just like a way to like numb yourself from the pain and numb yourself from the emotions you're feeling and this can be a way to like escape um the problems in your life and escape the trauma and that really doesn't help you it just it all it does is it just like accumulates all that stuff within you somewhere within you and that can be released through anxiety um acting out you know isolation uh, everyone has their different protective methods, but when you're, you're just kind of numbing yourself instead of feeling the feelings and sort of dealing with your trauma, because when you feel the feelings and you start to deal with some of your trauma, it's much easier to not hold on to and to sort of let go and, and deal with and, and move on in your life. Um, but when you're using like a numbing mechanism, sometimes you don't even realize like what is affecting you. And I think another part of that is when you're young, you want to spend that time alone. You want to spend that time finding out like who you are, um, what makes your brain click, who you want to be around, what you want to be doing with your life, what are your interests, things like this. And like you can do this in group settings, but when you're alone, you really want to spend that time alone to sort of learn about yourself. Um, And I think that being alone is where some of the most growth comes from, but when we're alone and when we're on our phones and social media, it's like, it's like a fake or it's like, a it's, um, um, a manufacturer. What is that word? Um, synthetic. It's like a synthetic way to have like a friend group around you is to just like connect with people on social media because then you're never really alone. If you're on social media constantly, um, a lot of people like to say that we're the least social generation, but I actually disagree. I think we're some, one of the most, Um, social generations, we just connect in a different way. We use social media. uh, So we're pretty much connecting with people like 20 hours a day, you know, like a lot of, a lot of hours are put into connecting with people, even if it's not face to face. But I think that some young people fail to realize that spending time alone can be really beneficial to them. 
um, and beneficial to the person they want to become. So I think that taking the time in your day to say, okay, I'm going without screens right now, or, you know, it's time for a social media break, or let's go do this thing that's going to help me improve my life is super important, especially when you're young, because it's going to help you develop as a person and grow and sort of change your identity. And that's really what you want to do. Um, and I think that social media, it can also give you like imposter syndrome. Like you're, you're not, you're feeling like a fraud, um, for what you're doing because you see other people doing other things and other things that are successful or, um, you've, you feel proud about your accomplishments now, but you go on social media and you see someone who did it faster, younger, um, and made more money than you. And now you're like, oh, wow, that accomplishment doesn't feel as good now because this person did this. So you're comparing yourself to others and it sort of sets you off on this pattern where you're just like constantly comparing yourself to other people. And that kind of becomes the pattern because when you're scrolling through social media, oh, another person, I compare myself to that person. Okay, next scroll. I compare myself to that person. So naturally you're creating this pattern of comparing yourself and comparing yourself to other people. And you don't want to be comparing yourself to other people because then you spend less time focusing on your own development and own growth. And you start, um, you start comparing yourself and your goals to what other people want. And then that, that gets to the point where you're living a life that's not your life. You're living a life that other people told you to live or other people expected you to live or you're trying to follow in someone's footsteps. And that's not really like what you're about. So those were some of the negative impacts of social media. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about sort of how to stop using social media as much and how to stop this addiction and this problem that consumes time in our life. Um, it stunts our growth, our personal development. It makes us compare ourselves to other people. It can cause sleep problems and anxiety and depression problems. And it's something that's really not talked about enough. And I think it's actually worrisome for our future generation because it seems like people are getting access to screens younger and younger. And I think uh, without regulations and um, really interference from parents, this could lead to a very negative way for our next generations. Um, and it can be very troubling, especially because we have so many problems to solve in our world. And social media could be a big, big distraction from solving these problems. But anyways, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Mind Melt Podcast. If you enjoyed, please leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so we can reach more people like you every single week. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next episode.